Yo, 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 guys, what is up? And welcome back to another edition of the Game Series Clay podcast. Um, it's your boy Gotham uh, today, joined by our boy Matt. Matt, what is up, brother? How we doing? Doing good, man. I think it's one of the first pods I recorded for my classroom, man. Uh, eighth graders graduating today, dude. So I'm sticking around till six or so, and they're, uh, they're getting their big walk in, man. Oh, dude, they're excited, man. Uh, doing awesome. good, man. I'm, uh, you know, like I say it every week, man. It's a, it's a live or die by the Golden State Warriors, man. So uh, I'm uh, struggling with the, the Warriors stuff. I've avoided all Warriors content since uh, the game last night. I usually start my mornings off with a workout and listen to a pod. But uh started with a workout today, but it was – I don't know what I listened to, man. If it wasn't Warriors, you gotta listen I can't, to the Draymond I can't Green handle show. it, man. The Draymond Green Show at this point. Um, it's, Does, uh, is it encouraging yeah. anymore? It's it's good, man. I mean, shit. As a, as a fan of podcasts and somebody that knows that it's not affecting him on the court in terms of how he's playing, it's like it was some good insight. Uh, it, it was uh, he took advantage, he took uh, action for or accountability for his, how bad he was. But um, yeah, man, let's uh, let's get into it because game three um, was a roller coaster and a half. Um, I just think the emotions going into it just. Uh, you didn't really get a vibe of what the game was going to be. Um, you knew that crowd was going to be just intense. Um, you know, the crowd obviously getting some uh, get some noise in the uh, in the narrative now for the finals. But um, yeah. you expected that. It's a Boston crowd uh, in the NBA finals. First time for them in like 12 something years. So, I mean, they were they're already always a raucous crowd. But going into it, you know, you, you had the confidence from that game, too, uh, for the Warriors to come out. Um and, you know, do what they've done all postseason, which is take care of game threes, um, you know, kind of really steal that momentum in a, in a series. Um, they've done it um, every single one so far. Um, but, you know, it, it wasn't that. It, you know, it was a completely up and down game, tough start, slow start. Uh, Jalen Brown got going. Um, and then after a while, it was just playing from behind the eight ball the whole time. Uh, maybe some momentum swings here and there. But overall, the Warriors ended up losing game three, 116-100. Um, they find themselves down 2-1 in the series, in the NBA Finals. Boston now just two ways away, two wins away uh, from hoisting that trophy. But, Matt, um, I'll, let you, I'll let you give us, uh, give us your rundown, man, because you, uh, you said it before, you, you're, not, you're worried. Uh, give me your take, man. What's, what's, what did you see and why are you so concerned right now? It's, it's, I just think the Warriors are leaving wins at the table, man. I think this is the second time where – it was right there for the taking. Game one, obviously, you know, that's a, there's some fluky stuff you can say with the shooting, but it's happened two out of three games now. The shooting stuff with uh, Horford and White and Smart and Boston in general. And it's not that I don't think the Warriors aren't evenly matched or better than Boston. It's just that you can't – it's hard to win an NBA championship uh, in a series like this when you have – some opportunities to to take some steal some wins in some cases. This game would have been a steal, right? This is a game three, first game at home. Uh, it's a chance to take back home court. It just gets hard to think that this team can can, and it's for me right now. I say this every podcast, right? Next I week you. I will say something. I will oh, I will yeah. pick the Warriors in six if they win the next game. Um, but it's just hard to keep leaving things on the table. Uh, I had a when they have those runs like last night when they they brought it back and then. Uh, Steph came out, which we'll, we can talk about that at some point, um, whether or not that was the right move to end the third. But the Warriors kept it within five after taking the lead, and then you, you just – you got to get stops. And this team is not getting stops when it matters most right now. It feels like to me, but, again, I'm reacting to the moment. Um, but I will say 
between what's about to happen with uh, with me and Gotham right now, I'm sure I'll feel differently in 20 minutes. Uh, and second, just there's a still of uh, Steph on the bench with the clay, and it's the it's got the box score at the bottom. The score at the bottom is 114, 100. Sure. Uh, Boston and Steph just looks. This is this is Steph after having Al Horford roll around on his ankle. Uh, Steph looks absolutely content and totally calm. That makes me feel okay. <laughs> so that's where I'm Don't at. Don't right worry now. about it. Um, nah, yeah, 100%, man. Um, realistically, yeah, I mean, going into the game, I predicted that they would steal game three um, to set up a, you know, very pivotal game four, but less pressure. Um, but realistically, I mean, Boston is a great team. Like, they're in the NBA Finals for a reason. Um, they have two superstars that are putting this team on their back right now. Um, Jalen Brown, um, that's back-to-back games where he's gotten going and building off that fourth quarter in, the, in game one where he started off the quarter hot. Obviously, we know what happened after that, but um, it, it's Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and the, they're getting other, other guys involved. You're seeing Horford, Smart have another big game last night. Um, Derek White hitting shots. Um, Robert Williams has been a complete X factor. Um, at least he was last night. Oh man, he was great last and night, man. He's giving the Warriors insane troubles at the rim, um, just clogging the paint. Um, so the Warriors do have very real issues. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not uh, saying two one. Oh, don't worry about it. They'll figure this out. Boston is a very legitimate opponent, um, and I think that uh, I was, you know, I've been on, uh, I was listening to ninety five seven the game all day. Um, you know, just trying to get some some solid uh, content because, you know, obviously people are overreacting. But I think the main things that I saw last night were the Warriors, you expect them to deliver a punch um, out the gate, especially knowing in Boston um, you don't want to play behind. And they saw that. They saw it firsthand last night. They got behind big. They let Jalen Brown hit some big shots. Can't let him get going early. And that's been a, that's been a case for every single game. They've let someone get going early, whether it's Brown um, mostly it's been Brown, um, but Tatum as well. Like Tatum in that first game or second game, he was able to get going. Um, and those two guys are the catalyst for that team. And once they start getting close, once they start getting comfortable going to the rim, um, Jalen Brown was getting by everyone. Um, defensively, Draymond Green was non existent last night. Offensively, he was non existent last night. Um, oh, he, he existed Draymond on offense, Green, man. Just not the better, man. Draymond Green is, is literally the barometer for how this team um, is going to fare um, for the rest of these three, four games. Um, four games, three or four, um, but we'll see. We'll get into those later. But, um, no, nah, I think that the Warriors, uh, they, they lost a chance last game. Um, but, again, the goal of this trip was to win one in Boston. I think they knew that, um, you know, you're going to get you're going to get a tough Boston home home game. Um, they're going to play you hard at home. That crowd is going to will them to some some big things. But in spite of that, the Warriors were down 18. They managed to claw themselves back, and that's why I think the game was such a is such a gut punch of a reaction. Um, because, like you said, um, you can make you can argue either way for the Steph substitution. Um, personally, I would have loved to see him out there uh, just because he was cooking. Uh, Clay started getting going towards the end as well, um, so you could have built that lead. That being said, you you got to have enough guys. Steph was in foul trouble. I know he 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 finished the game with four fouls, but he had four fouls at that point. And you're setting you. You are now back in the game. You took the lead. You're down by two. Whatever it was, you got to trust the rest of this team to be able to let Steph sit that last three minutes because he was going to play the entire fourth. And to Boston's credit, he did play the entire fourth, and they came out with the whatever nine-two run um, out of out of the game. Kind of shut the door on on a comeback. But realistically, like it, it comes down to Draymond. It comes down to the defense because the defense leads into the offense. And when the Warriors are able to run out and transition, get stops, force. Tatum and Brown into into the paint and have enough protection. 
I mean, the Warriors were able to do it in game two. Um, they did it for a lot, a lot in game one, and they were forcing Boston into some tough shots in game three on that run. So they've done it. They've, they've, they've gone through the motions of how to beat this team in, in spots. They did it in game two, um, that third quarter. They did it in game one for the first half, the third, that third quarter, last night, third quarter. They've done it. They just got to put it together for a full 48. And it really comes down to somebody stepping up to help uh, Steph and it has to be help Draymond, Draymond Green, man. It has to be Draymond and Clay. Clay came out last night, but now it's clear this Boston team, it's going to take all three of those core guys because at the end of the day, those are the three guys you're riding with. This is who your team's identity is. And you got to trust the core to get it done. And they got another opportunity tomorrow night. I, honestly, I love that it's a one, one day in between just with all the noise going around. I know Steph uh, with, the, with the foot um everything everything came back negative it sounds like he's going to be good to go um obviously a little hobbled but overall yeah that was a tough game to lose but again it's a race to four um and realistically it's playing out to exactly how we thought it was going to play out for the first four games boston's won their won their two um stole one uh, warriors got to take care of business on friday night um and i think they will i think we'll see a lot of adjustments um but is there anything you saw in terms of because obviously the defense was a was a menace uh, for the Warriors last night. They couldn't get a stop. Um, but Jalen Brown was able to do whatever he wanted. Jason Tatum was able to do whatever he wanted. And that, it opened up guys like Smart, um, Horford. Uh, who else hit some shots? I feel like Derek White hit some shots yesterday. Like, it, it opens it up for the other guys. And so my question to you is this. What, obviously being down 2-1 in the finals, um, we've been in multiple positions where we've been down in a series. Does this remind you of any specific one? And how do you see the Warriors' like path to victory now from here? Like, what do they got to do? So I don't really want to compare it to previous final series, just because of or just series the, in general. Does this give you a oh yeah like a so, 2016 OKC? Like that's that's the one I'm getting from this. That's probably the best analog for it, right? It's just because this team last night there were certain points where it was just like the, the Warriors. It was when Clay got just rocked at the rim by Jalen Brown mm -hmm. uh he went to a left-handed layup man and Jalen Brown sent it just a lot of this shit just cratering down man it was just like that guy is so much more athletic than Clay Thompson and that's kind of the Warriors that's kind of what it looks like all the way around uh for most of the series so far the Celtics weren't really having a lot of success playing two bigs at the same time yesterday they pounded the Warriors in the glass I think it was a 15 I think they had 48 boards yeah, and the Warriors finished like 31 or 32 um it's just it's it does remind me if if anything it's that series the difference at this point just being that the warriors don't have the same guys they used to but they have they have guys though which is what i want to get to you know we talked about after game two how steve kerr was willing to go away from guys who were struggling uh in, th in that case it was pool and it was clay pool is still not He's not giving the Warriors much of anything yeah. still. They fell apart in his minutes. Uh, that's pretty much where they lost the game. And then, of course, when Steph came in and had those three straight turnovers, you know, but you can't, just for a quick quick aside, you can't get mad at Steph in those moments because <laughs> that guy just trying to make something happen. In the third, right? I mean, you, you, you just, Steph's got to know better than, than to come out in the fourth quarter and commit three oh, turnovers. My, but that being said, yeah. yeah, I know. I feel like everybody else. They're not, they're let not Steph there if he doesn't mistakes. do what he does. Well, exactly. Exactly. But – I, I'm curious to see if Kerr is willing to shorten the leash on Draymond the same way he was with Clay and Poole in game two because uh, it's not it's no secret those guys' minutes went way down in game two. They rode Clay in game three because he was hot and Clay was Clay was Clay and Wiggins were the reason the Warriors stayed in that game. Those two guys were 
getting really timely buckets. Staff, of course, of two. But I'm saying the reason it was even in striking distance in the third quarter is because Clay and Wiggins in the first half were just freaking awesome. Um, I, I, I'm not giving up on Draymond, and we know he's he's um, you know he's like to give bounce back games to the Warriors when they need him to, but he's he's one for three so far, and he's doing a lot of a lot of bad for the team right now. To be honest, on both ends, and again. At certain points, there's some stats floating around that Draymond, you know, the, the Celtics had a lot of success scoring on him individually, which you uh, hats off to him at certain points. But it's also the guy wasn't playing well. And the Warriors have two guys specifically they can trust in Looney and Porter right now, where I think if Draymond is uh, having a night like he was having yesterday, where Kerr needs to be willing to go to those two guys, the same way he was willing to go to Gary Payton and, uh, and stay with Wiggins and those two guys instead of Clay and Poole. Um, Throughout game two, he needs to be willing to go to to go more with Porter and more with Looney. If that's what it comes down to, because we've seen Porter be good, we've seen Wiggins play the four uh, really well. And Looney right now is our best big. The, the Warriors, the Warriors the want the, the ball in Steph's hands, and Looney is more of a threat when the ball is in Steph's hands. Steph's hands than Draymond is right now. Just the way Draymond's playing offensively, mm-hmm. uh, Looney had this like ridiculous that one of the first possessions of the game this ridiculous move in the post it was like a couple up and unders man where i was like what yeah, who is this guy we're nice. watching man um that's not gonna happen looney post-ups are not what i'm calling for to be clear but he's got he's a better finisher than Draymond is right now um he, he's been very effective on defense throughout the entire playoffs and so if again these are all ifs right Draymond might bounce back and be awesome uh my only fear is that we don't get a clay awesome game again you know uh, but if Draymond's not awesome, I hope Kerr is willing to look at Loon, look at Porter, and just go for it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you have to. Uh, Draymond, for as, as great as his bounce-back games are, he has been piss poor this uh, this, this finals. Um, he's the reason that I would say we're down 2-1. Um, I think if Draymond had played two or even three good games, or just just like just normal games, you know, like just not be dog shit. Um, and, like, I love Draymond Green. I think that he's going to bounce back, but – like you said, he's costing them on the defensive end, and that's where Draymond brings – that's where Draymond is Draymond, on the defensive end, bring that physicality, um, stopping guys like Jalen Brown. He wasn't able to do anything in game two. Draymond was all draped all over him. Um, and I think a lot of that goes to the start. Jalen Brown got hot in the start. He got confidence. Draymond, uh, me, Draymond wasn't having a good game. So it kind of all built up in that. So you, you expect Draymond to bounce back from that. But, yes, I mean, I think if Draymond is, continues to play the way he has – I think Kevon Looney is the perfect uh, substitute for him because realistically you can't play Draymond and Looney together. Um, there's just two offensive liabilities if Draymond is not um, passing the ball well, um, being a threat to score, which he hasn't really been consistently. Um, so Loon, has, he's, he's aggressive, um, especially if you're running so many Steph pick and rolls. You got another big man like Looney and you got three other shooters around around Steph. That's, that is the way to go to beat this team. And and the Warriors, are, I mean, Steph is shooting incredible. Um, I hope, like, this foot doesn't slow him down. So it really comes down to, man, like, the, the turnovers and, and the rebounds. Uh, it, so that's why I'm not too worried about the series because the Warriors have the ability to force Boston into turnovers and uh, draw, uh, get the off, uh, hit the glass because that, that's, that's how they've got here. That's how they beat Memphis. That's how they beat Dallas. That's how they won game two in, against Boston. Like they have the ability to do it now. It's about stringing together one game for sure. But for the rest of the series, you know, you got to win two in a row at some point. And you take game four, which, uh, you know, you have to at this point. Now you got a game five back home, uh, two out of three at home in the best of three. 
Uh, you like your chances, but it, it starts on the defensive end for the Warriors. Um, and back to my original question in terms of what this like reminds me of, I think it is kind of similar to OKC in 2016, where you you recognize that the, the team across from you can beat you. Um, in, and they are they are going to beat the shit out of you if you don't play well. I think that's how it was with OKC. Um, obviously, it went down 3-1 in that one. Hope to avoid that um, tonight, uh, tomorrow night. But um, that OKC series, it forced the Warriors to defend differently. And I think that's what they might have to look into. Because in the beginning of the OKC series, those first three, four games, um, it was all about shutting down the other guys and uh, let don't let KD and uh, uh, what was it? Don't let KD or maybe I switched it, but basically it was essentially stop KD and Russ or let the other guys cook and stop uh, or stop the other guys and let these two guys cook. And I think that's what they're going to have to do for Brown and Tatum because they're they are incredibly dangerous when they're creating for others. You the keys of the series are Marcus Smart. Al Horford, Derek White, Robert Williams. Those guys can't get going offensively. They can't help out. They can, you can't be having Jason Tatum having a 27 and nine game uh, with nine assists. Like that, that's how you're going to lose this game. That's how you're going to lose this series. So if the, if the, if the Warriors just say, you know what, Jalen, uh, Jason, uh, or Brown and Tatum score as much as you can. I know that that's a dangerous uh, game, but you start letting them get their buckets as well as like letting it, uh, letting other guys get going. You got to You got to You got to stop it somewhere. So I think the best way to win the series is stopping the other guys and trusting your one-on-one defenders on uh, Brown and Tatum, like they did in game two. Um, so uh, big, big adjustments for Steve Kerr. I think Steve Kerr got out coached last game um, by Ime Odoka, um, especially that those Steph and Clay just ended the third um, in the fourth minutes. Um, I think kind of blew it for them um, in that in that sense. But Steve Kerr is, is, is a great adjuster. Um, the Warriors were able to do it in game two. Um, going into game four uh, tomorrow night, Matt, how – how? I mean, I don't want to say how important is it, but, um, like, it's it's a must-win game, uh, I, I, would, I would say. Um, you can't – I don't think you can go down 3-1 to these guys. Yeah, it's it's must win. I think I was gonna say earlier that this this series is gonna be the first team to win two in a row. I think wins it, and so if Boston wins the next one, it's it's done. And I think if the Warriors win the next one, they have a good chance to to you know cement this thing in the next uh, one or two games afterwards. I, I like I like real quick. The Steph stuff is just so hard right now because yeah. the guy's balling he, out, man. He's balling out, and the Warriors. I, I saw today their offensive rating with him is like 117 points and their offensive rating without him is 90. It's a 27 point drop from him being on the court, which is just like, they're not, you're not surviving his minutes. Like Steph Curry can't his, play 37 minutes. Like he, Steph has to be in the 40 minute range, like 40, yeah. 42. Like at this point you, you are able to score and score well when Steph Curry is out on the court. Dude, you got two, you got three, you got to win three out of four. Um, that it's point blank. You got that's that's what's left for this season. Um, you have to put your superstar out there, and obviously the, the foot injury. It sounds like he's going to be all right. It's going to be some pain, but it sounds like it's nothing that's going to keep him off the court. Um, and I think at this point, if you can't re-injure it um, or you know do get hurt for more of the series, then you got you got to roll Steph out there for for as long as possible because he he is he is he's the way we're going to win the championship. Yeah, he's got to be out there, and if he's not, it's all. It's just going into this next game. It's going to be so much stuff and so much. Just if he's ninety percent, they have a chance. Maybe below that, it's just hard to imagine that 
Golden State can produce enough because they have they, they've been, they've been so bad at him off the court. They've been so bad at him not playing. Uh, I really am just looking at this next game and saying if if they, they win this next game, it's all they are they are who we think they are, you know. And it's not I'm not even gonna say they're not if they don't win it because these guys are they're older now. It's different. They're obviously just at different stages. But going into this next one, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a war. It's gonna be a battle, and it's always good to know they're feeling calm about it. Is there anything specific that you think they need to be better at, or is it just a matter of they just gotta they they have to play harder? Yeah, I mean, I think that you clean up the normal stuff that, that, that you've been talking about all season, the rebounding, uh, the defense, the turnovers, those three things, you can win two out of those three battles, and especially that turnover one. If you can force Boston into turnovers, they will give you the game. Um, the Warriors out in transition uh, is ruthless. They are the best transition team in the league. They're better than Boston in transition. And that defense, all they got to do is get stops, man. Like, it sounds easy, and – realistically Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum can and will shoot you out of this out of out of the game if you like just play straight up and play tough like they're gonna get theirs but they as long as you take the other guys out that's I that's I after watching three games that's how I see the series being won because you can't have Smart giving you 27 and five you can't have Horford giving you 12 with like two threes Derek White giving you that if you can keep those guys in the single digits um, especially Marcus Smart and Al Horford, those two guys, they did it in game two. Um, and it, it started, and it, a lot of it was they played straight up with Tatum and uh, Tatum and Brown. They said, Draymond and Wiggins, go one-on-one. We're stopping everything else. Like, nobody else is going to be able to get going. And that's how they win the series. It, do, it does feel like, especially at, in Boston, you got to shut down the role players. Yeah, that's, they're, that's where they're going to be. You, you, can't let, you can't let those guys get going at home. Um, they're already jacked up because uh, – because of all the uh, all the Draymond talk, all just the, the around the chatter of the finals, um, so to let those guys get going and like Grant Williams hit a couple corner threes, like you can't you can't let that happen. You if if you lose this series, it has to be because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum went nuclear for four games. You can't let anybody else get going, especially on the road. And I think they they've been able to do that. They've did it on the in the third quarter. I think they've done it for pretty much all the third quarters. But they they Boston can't get cold. And that they get cold by taking their role players out and letting Brown and Tatum carry the load offensively. So that's the only thing I'd want to see. But like you said, I think that was a great way to put it. Um, the Warriors have shown us they are who they are um, throughout this playoffs. Every every time after a loss, they haven't lost back-to-back games. Everybody's making a big deal about Boston uh, doing that. The Warriors haven't done like they haven't dropped back-to-back games in the playoffs. Obviously, now it's their time to, to protect that to protect that uh, that record. But um, yeah, I think I think with all the talk of the old, like the old and the young, I think yes, Boston is more young, but they're more athletic. Um, they have size, um, so some of the intangibles you got to give it to Boston. But this is like this is like you said, you are who you are. The Warriors are they've been here before, they've been down in final series, and you you got to ride with the court till the end, man. Like I, I think until they lose four um, together, uh, you got you got to trust it and. We have the best player in the series. Um, so as long as Steph Curry's out there and can hoop, um, we've got a shot to win any of these games. Like we've had in all in the in the first three, we've had opportunities to win all three. So, um, any, Tell you any what, man, I'm I'm peeking at just some lineups of the Warriors, the best lineup so far. Uh, there are two guys that are in every every great Warriors lineup in the series. Who do you think they Steph, are? Is it Steph and uh, Wiggins? Steph and Wiggs, man, they are popping. They are everywhere. They are everywhere. So you get you get a couple guys to help out, man. Offense, if you can come out in the first quarter and really take that crowd out, do what Boston did to us in Game Three, 
Uh, dude, like it's, it's all about the start. You can't play from behind, especially on the road in Boston. Get off to a good start. And at that point, once you settle into the game, I think the Warriors got more comfortable. It was at that first start. They took Boston's punch. They were to weather the storm, get back. Like they, they've done it for periods of time in the series. They haven't put together a full game. So that's what I want to see. I want to see a full just – uh, Doug's masterclass, really, because it's the best time that you can you can expect one. Um, two one down, backs against the wall. You don't want to go home down three one. Um, granted, those no, you don't. Final, the, the three, through two out of those last three would be at home. And again, never counting them out. But um, this Boston team is legit, man. They uh, they have some superstars. They are all in their prime. Um, they are playing. Um, they're playing the Warriors tough. They are they are better than they're giving me a lot of Toronto OKC. Um, vibes teams that beat the Warriors or had a real damn good chance of doing it. Um, before we get out of here, Matt, obviously going to need some predictions, man. How are we feeling going into game four? What's your prediction um, for this, for the fourth game of this series? And uh, how are we coming back to the Bay Area? What's, what's, well, how are we looking? I'm going to be real, man. My, my, my gut is saying Warriors are losing the next one, man. That's my, my, my belly talking. Um, this is one of those things, but the logical thing is they, they don't, right? I think that they should be feeling good. I think they have they have the means to win any game. And this team comes out firing with their backs against the wall. Um, their backs are against the wall. I, I think Boston might take the next one, though. I mean, I think I might be choosing Boston. I'm looking you in the eye right now, and Gotham's <laughs> – I can see some uh, some respect leaving his eyeballs, man. That's um, not respect. Uh, it's truthful. I can't, I can't, I can't hate on that. I'm going with him. And I, I don't know if Steph's – I need to see where he's at first. We won't know until, like, game's on. Um, and it's just so hard to bank on another clay game. It's so hard to bank on Draymond right now. And Poole, who is a guy who theoretically is their their second, you know, offensive option or second creator, he's given him absolutely nothing, man. I think the Warriors have survived so far. Uh, and I would have said they were thriving up until, you know, last game, until, you know, fourth quarter even. But we'll, we'll see what happens. But my, my gut is saying Boston takes the next one. So Matt's got us coming back to the Bay Area with a 3-1 deficit. All right. All right. That might be the first time in the history of the game series clay pod we got a playoff prediction that wasn't the dubs. Uh, respect. I, I can't hit can't on that. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm disappointed um, inside non-play. Uh, but you're just no, no you I'm, are. I know you are. I, I'm I disappointed. Are. I am disappointed. <laughs> but I have the Warriors winning it um, tomorrow night as I – you know, uh, so boldly proclaimed. I thought they were going to win game three and game four. So take my word with a grain of salt. But um, no, legitimately, I think that this team performs uh, when they're when their backs are against the wall. Um, they're going to come out with a sense of desperation. I truly expect Draymond Green to have a great game. Um, he's he's one he's one of the core three. Um, we need all three of those guys to step up. Clay found a rhythm towards the end of that game. Steph has obviously been carrying this team um, to where we're at right now. Um, so I see a vintage, uh, vintage Warriors win tomorrow. Um, it's going to be a dogfight. Um, it's the biggest game of the year. Uh, truly a must win now. Um, you don't want to go home 3-1. Um, and if you look at it the other way, the Warriors have played, you know, outside of game three, a couple quarters here and there. They, they have a 2-1 lead. They have a 3-0 lead. So you have the confidence to be that we, we have proven that we can beat this team in stretches. We got to get it done for, for, for a full 48. But I don't see why being down 2-1, pivotal game four. They want to shut the crowd up. They, they hear all the noise. You got a day turnaround. Um, I like our chances, man. I think we, we got the championship pedigree to get it done. 
I think we got the talent to get it done. Somebody's going to step up um, tomorrow night. They, you always see it in the finals. I feel like the Warriors haven't had that moment yet where somebody is flashed on the scene besides Steph Curry. Um, I think we're going to get that tomorrow night. Um, so I'm going to go with a 2-2, uh, 2-2 best of three, heading back to the Bay Area for game five. Um, but this is, this is, uh, this is fun times, Dub Nation. This is, this is what we live for as, as, as a basketball fan. The, the ups and downs, the, uh, the overreactions, the reactions, the, the narratives, this is what it's all about. But um, at the end of the day, uh, we just got to take care of business and change the narrative. Um, so give, me a, give me a surprise contributor from game, uh, for game four. Game four, surprise contributor. The guy's been dogged on all series, but I really want to see Jordan Poole get going. Um, I think that uh, there's going to be a point where he's going to get some looks. Um, he's got to take advantage of those. Um, if, if we can get Jordan Poole to get, give us 20 plus 20 some points, that's huge. And that's one, that's all you need is one guy to have a big night and everybody else to step up. Um, like you said, Stefan Wiggs have been amazing. Looney's been great. Um, GP Otto, they've been, they've played well in their minutes. Um, Clay has finding, finding rhythm. Draymond has to have a good game. Uh, but this team is proved like they, I, I'm not, it might be the homer in me, it might be the fan, and it definitely is. But um, even what you're watching on the floor, like you can see that they can put together stretches of playing well against this Boston team. So um, you got to, got to get a full 48, but two, two, two. I don't think you're being a homer, man. I mean, we all, we know you're a homer, like we, like we know it. it's, it's your role, right? But I don't think do right it. now you are, man. I don't think it's, I think it's okay to expect a win here. I, I just, I don't, it's, it's just a, a gut thing. It's not anything based on logic, but, uh, they, there are guys that can step up, and it doesn't feel like the Warriors need exceptional performances from anybody except for Steph, which is okay to expect. But it feels like if you get, you're going to get a B from Wiggins. Like you're going to get a B, B or B plus performance at worst from Wiggins. You're going to get, uh, you need the, you need a B from one of Clay and Draymond. You need a C plus from, you know, Jordan Poole or, or Looney, basically. You know, I think the Warriors have a good shot there if that's the case. So I, don't, I don't think you're being a homer, my guy. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. But yeah, like it's it's there, man. The the recipe for success is there. Um, so Warriors fans that are nervous, uh, I mean, you should be. Uh, tomorrow's a big game. Don't I'm not trying to downplay. It. It's huge. Game four of the NBA Finals. Um, chance to tie it up. But um, that's what we do. That, until proven otherwise, that's what we've done. So you gotta you gotta ride with the guys that that brought brought us here to this point. It's been a great run. Um, it's not over yet though. We got we got a, we got a game to win tomorrow night. But before we get out of here, Matt, any any last minute takes? Any uh, there's a lot of talk between uh, the Boston fans about about stuff. I know we had we had some of the group chat, but uh, any uh, any takes of the week you want to get off your chest? Uh, my own take is just I have not read or heard any Dubs media people or even seen a lot of Dubs fans jump to referee shit after game three. And I'm not saying the refs were bad in game three because I don't care about that. It's not why teams don't lose games to the refs. Uh, Boston got a favorable whistle in that game. It's the truth. I don't care. That's what happens with a home a home game like that. Uh, that's what happens when you have more physical players sometimes. Well, I just want to point out, you don't lose because of that, and I don't see anybody saying that. This whole pod, we haven't talked about it until now. I'm only bringing it up to make a point. Uh, that's all I got, though. Hell yeah. I mean, totally agree. Uh, my take of the week is Boston's got the most ultimate front-running fan base. Um, it was all doom and gloom after game two. Um, I've never heard more bitching about referees, about trying to get dudes thrown out for technical fouls off a of double T. Um, just some soft shit that, you know, show that you never really got punched in the mouth before. Um, and now that they, they got a nice win, um, it's, all, it's all the talk again about how, 
the Warriors are soft because the crowd was chanting, chanting fuck you, Draymond Green, and their response was classy. I mean, I think that's a funny uh, little fuck you response. And so it's hilarious just to see the front running. So that's another thing, like, uh, that's another thing just to, to keep keep an eye on, um, Dub Nation. Don't uh, don't get to that level. Don't be a front runner. That's, it's just like, yo, you're soft. Uh, so Boston fans, a lot of you guys are pansies in my eyes. Um, but oh my other than that, my cousin's in Boston right now. Um, and I was just like, yo, you see somebody, you know, give him a nice little love tap or something. Um, and welcome, welcome to the finals. But now nah, big game tomorrow. If they win, yeah, keep talking, but, um, don't front run. Um, but yeah, other than that guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's quick little game three, uh, recap, um, little, uh, plunging of the system. Um, and then, uh, game four, so they got another game tomorrow night. Um, and hopefully we'll be back here t- uh, talking about game four with a 2-2 tie. Dude, did you did you catch Obi-Wan last night? Speaking of uh, just closing out the game yesterday, I, I thought not. it was – I'm not going to lie. I was bummed because it wasn't were. up to the standards of the previous few, man. Man, all right. I, I got to watch that one after this after this, after this this episode. But, um, damn, that's 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 brutal to hear. But shout out Obi-Wan. Great, uh, great show. That's all I was counting on last first night. Three episodes, like, this first game three sucked. episodes. This game Give me something great and – First three were great. Just like, just like the Warriors defense and the Warriors play last night. But we'll don't close matter, out guys. with Star Wars Corner next class, man. Our next, uh, next one. Need those. Need those. Right. <laughs> but other than that, guys, thank you so much again for listening. As always, keep uh, keep following us at Game Six Clay Pod. Follow me, Matt Chuckster. We'll miss you again tonight, brother. Yep, um, I know you had a lot of good takes on Boston fans too. So um, shout out Chuck for that. Um, but we'll get him on the next one. Uh, but until then, guys, good luck for Game Four. Go Dubs, and we'll see you with a two-two tie, hopefully. Peace.